Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Today is International Intellectual Property Day. That was a mouthful, but I got it out without tripping up. Now, our money expert, Phil Bamback, is all about IP and... I'm sorry, lovely. You thought you got Monday off because it was a public holiday, but here you are. I've pulled yeah. you in again. Sorry. Now, now <laughs> technically, it's World Intellectual Property uh, Day, but that's all right. Fair. We'll okay. go with that. That's that's. <laughs> I should have I should have done that first up because it's much easier to say. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So listen, break it down for me. What is uh, intellectual property? <laughs> You know, it's an it's anything that is unique, uh, a unique idea, concept, thought, um, and there's a lot of different ways that can get wrapped around and, and put into a system that you know, so it's legally your idea or or your thought. But the the easiest way I thought to explain it was I, I once knew a guy who was um, pitching movies, right, for yeah. Hollywood, and um, he would just consistently come up with 25 words or less ideas. Around a movie, yep. Um, and if it was a new concept or a new idea, then he could sell that idea to Hollywood for a couple hundred thousand dollars. Wow! You know, someone would pay for that because nobody had put those twenty-five words together. It was a new concept, a new idea. So, you know, it can be song, it can be art, it can be computer um, schematics, it can be new plants that you've bred, so it's anything that's new, that's unique, that uh, you should, in theory, because you conceptually come up with it, be rewarded by some kind of protection around it. Right, okay. Mm. So how do Makes we... Makes perfect sense, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, it does. I mean, there's many extrapolations I can think of um, yeah. that, you know, even like we were talking before we went on air about um, processes within a business um, that could be considered if it was like a new process and one that was unique to your business, that could be considered intellectual property as well as as in my business, choreography or, you know, things like that. So... What are the advantages then of protecting your IP and how should you do it? Look, I'm going to start with the difficult nature of protecting your IP because it's um, it's not as easy as people think. Um, if you start with like, let's just start with songs or, or music or art or the really simple stuff, the copyrighted yes. type of intellectual property. So yep. there's a thing called the Burn Convention. Um, I can't quite remember when they did it, 19 something or other or even 18 something. Anyway, all the countries around the world have come together and decided that um, if you uh, write a new musical piece or you do a new piece of art or something like that, it is automatically copyrighted in the country that you live in and it is also automatically copyrighted all around the world. So there's no need to register copyright uh, for songs or art or anything like that, although people like to do it to give themselves some extra protection. The challenge is if someone uses it, um, you've got to have a big bundle of cash to stop them, you know. So if, if I, for example, um, write a new song and then somebody uh, decides they're going to use it, it's going to cost me 20 grand as, as a minimum to try and stop them mm. um, from using it. And so then I start to think about, well, is that commercially viable for me to do that? You know, is it, is it worth it? Is it not worth it? It's, it's quite difficult to protect IP uh, or intellectual property or ideas or concepts, mainly because of the lawyers' fees involved with trying to do it. I mean, 
Yeah. It's tough. Uh, So that's the first thing. And Um, it's also like open to conjecture. I mean, I remember um, Ed Sheeran has just won a case about um, someone who sort of took him to court and said that – you know, he had Shape of You was was an extrapolation of a song that he'd written. And there yeah. are similarities, but there's also so only so many chord progressions. <laughs> there are <laughs> so many chord progressions in the world. That's so true. So, um, yeah, yeah. So the, the benefits are obviously that, you know, if you come up with something valuable, then you can live off it, you know, potentially for the yep. rest of your life if it's something that's saleable and it's commercial. Um, for a lot of people, though, if you break it down into – you know, what most people are probably going to delve into. We're talking about trademarks, business names. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, we're, we're sitting in making money on a day-to-day basis. So from my perspective, I've seen spend millions in, in patent and trademark um, applications globally yeah. um, and never really use it. Like these are people who've got a lot of cash and had the cash to burn. And I've seen people who didn't have that sort of cash spend you know, 150000 on patents and trademarks all around the world and then just have to shelve the idea because it wasn't commercial in the end. Mm. So it's, it's a, it, you've really got to wrap your mind around what's worth protecting, what's commercial, is there really the amount of money you think um, because it's a complex area. It's a really complex area. Yeah, it is. Now, um, yeah, I actually have one of my business coaches actually um, got a worldwide patent on the word attitude because that was his business, a clothing brand. Uh, So every time uh, someone wants to use attitude, he makes a tidy sum. So that was certainly uh, worth it for him, Um, you know, obviously that was a fair bit of cash to to be able to patent that. But, you know, um, I don't think a lot of people are really aware of – of what IP does and and how to go about protecting their intellectual property, particularly if it's an absolute whiz bang idea, um, yeah. you know, and and so you know you'd be absolutely devastated if you came up with the world first of something and then someone took it from you and you had you didn't have the patent on it. Look, you would, and that's happened many times, I suppose, to many many people, mm. and it's um, it's often not the person who has the idea, it's the person who has the cash to fund the the IP applications, mm. the, the protection applications, because it really is it's it's a money money driven system. That mm. one. It's not it's not it's actually not overly uh, difficult or expensive to register something like a trademark in this country. Like, you know, five hundred bucks you can probably do it. That's if you can fill the paperwork in yourself. Uh, most people wouldn't be able to do that. Um, they'd have to get an IP lawyer involved, and then you're probably looking at you know four or five grand to start for a trademark. But um, yeah, look, it's I, I do protect some things, and I don't protect others. Mm, um, okay. And the reason is commercial viability. Like, am I really going to have a problem if somebody takes that and does something with it? Am I really going to spend fifty grand to try and stop them? Are they even if I win? Are they going to stop? You know, yeah. There's a whole heap of conversations wrapped around that that I've seen go really wrong in people's lives um so i'm probably hmm, a little bit biased towards um thinking about it in a commercial from a commercial standpoint more than just a let's do it because we need everything protected yeah if that makes sense Mm. yeah okay so there's there's some things that are that are worth um shelling the money out for and there are some things that you know you have to weigh it up against the you know the financial 
reality, yeah, I guess. I think so. I think so. Um, and it's, it's personal preference. You know, some people don't mind the risk and some people really hate risk. So, you know, from, from most people's point of view, moving forward, um, I, I would think that they just got to think about every time you have a problem with it, it's going to cost you 20 grand to defend it. Yeah. So if, if you think like that uh, and you're comfortable with it and then you want to go ahead and do something about it, knock yourself out. Yeah. Um, because it can be worth it and it is worth it, but you really do have to be mindful of the cost of defending or stopping anybody doing it. Just because you've got the, um, the trademark or you've got IP protection doesn't mean anybody's going to stop using it. That's the reality of the world, sadly, unless you defend it, um, unless you take them to court, unless you get a, a, you know, a stay or some kind of order against them. And that's the challenge that most people face. Yeah, one hundred percent. So they take yeah. the they take the the shape of either patents, trademarks, copyright, registered designs, um, circuit layout rights. That's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. So if you uh, have a fancy new circuit layout that you think is going to do some amazing computer generated something, right? It's as it's as protectable as anything else, right? And mm. the last one, which I really love. Plant breeder rights. Yes, a new plant is most definitely a, a new thing. Um, and PBR rights, so that's what they commonly sort of yep. um, call in the industry, PBR rights, uh, are massive with new strains of, you know, maybe they've got a new strain of something that doesn't get affected by some insect or um, there's, there's a crop that produces just maybe even 5% more yield per acre or hectare. Yeah. Uh, all these things add up at scale to mean massive amounts of revenue for someone. Yeah. Um, so they're very easily protect they're easily protectable because you prove that you've done, you know, what you have done and um, and you probably would protect those because the commercial viability of actually stopping someone from ripping you off is, is worth it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Now, so if someone had like, you know, uh, something that they, they wanted to investigate uh, protecting their intellectual property on, what is the yeah. best way to go about it? Uh, look, I think the first the first thing I would do, so if I was ever to look at anyone's business or a new idea or anything like that, I'm going to go to IP Australia and just look up to see um, if there's trademarks and or patents or copyrights or registered designs around the thing that I'm thinking about. Yep. Um, there's a free searchable database uh, in Australia, so it, it's pretty good. Um, you'd probably want to talk to an IP lawyer, right. somebody who knows what they're talking about, and start spending some cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it certainly is an expensive exercise, so it is probably worth, you know, shelling out uh, that uh, few hundred an hour just to get some um, preliminary advice on whether or not this is uh, going to be a vi- viable proposition. Uh, yeah, you can do it. You can do a lot of your own research up front, and you can you know burn your own time doing that. But um, at the end of the day, you, I, I do sometimes, and I don't sometimes. But most people would probably want to talk to an IT lawyer or need to. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Phil, I really thank you for uh, giving us this little chat. I know it's something that uh, you're fairly passionate about. You love you love the IP side of things. And um, I know in the, in the time that we've uh, known each other, you've said, you know, make sure that you 
protect your stuff, Louise. And um, so it does It does certainly have a place, And um, but there are times when it might not be the best way to splash your cash. Uh, so have a good think about it, but we hope we've cleared up for you a little bit about what IP is and, uh, you know, where it might come into your sphere in your business or your design life. Mm. Yeah, Phil, thanks so much for joining us on The Juice. And um, look, you know, I I hope you enjoyed having your Monday off uh, because I've pulled you in on a Tuesday. But uh, I'll see you in a fortnight for more money tips, my friend. Yeah, yeah, all good. Thanks, (laughs) Louise. Thanks, Phil. You're listening to The Juice on Newcastle Live Radio.